0: The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station.
1: This is Live La Bella Vita with your host, Don Catherine. If you're looking to know all the latest beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. Do you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense? This is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita on TogiNet with Dawn Catherine. If you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes from the vine to the bottle, if you love Italian food and want to learn Nana's recipes, you enjoy travel and want to know the best luxury destinations and resorts, love spending time with La Familia, does your business or passion allow you to live La Bella Vita? Let's find out. All that and a little more with an Italian flair. This is Live La Bella Vita on Togine.com. And now, here's your host, Don Catherine.
0: Vita Show. I'm Dawn Catherine, your hostess with the mostest, and I hope that you have poured yourself a glass of wine and are ready for another great show tonight. Uh, If you are listening to me live, thank you for tuning in and listening to me live. I love that. If you're listening to me on a podcast, thanks for downloading my podcast, people. That's awesome. If you're listening to me live and you didn't know that you can download a podcast of my show, you absolutely can by going to the toginet.com page and... uh, Going to the La Bella Vita page, and you can download all of the shows, or you can go to Apple iTunes and uh, put in a search for either Don Carr Thurin, which would be me, or La Bella Vita, and uh, just scroll down to podcasts, and you can subscribe to my shows for free, and uh, catch up on all the ones you might have missed in the past. So go and do that. And uh, actually, uh, you can leave me some feedback there and uh, you can uh, you know, tell me about any suggestions you have for upcoming shows that you might want to know about. So tonight I have a really good topic and it's about travel etiquette. And I can tell you that it's a very popular subject because uh, I put out a little call on my Facebook and I got a lot of responses and a lot of people emailed me about uh, the problems that they encounter when they travel. And I think that we all have been around those passengers who are less than pleasant. So we're going to be talking about that. So. We'll be getting to that in just a minute. So I want to talk about what's going on in the world. And, of course, I want to stop by saying that my prayers and thoughts go out to everybody in Oklahoma. The tornado, which was an F5, was devastating to more Oklahoma and uh, parts of Oklahoma City as well. And, uh, of course, there has been loss of life, which is always sad. But, you know, there is always that part of tragedy that brings out the best in everybody and so many people have helped to recover people and uh, search and and they have actually helped people from the rebel and you know of course you have those first responders that are there to help to rebuild and I think that's amazing and the one thing you can say about our country is we all don't always get along but when tragedy comes around it always brings us together and it makes us stronger and uh, I just wish that we could take that feeling and have that always instead of kind of Fighting with each other sometimes. We all just need to realize that we're in this together and just help each other out. So my prayers and thoughts are with them. And uh, I know that if you go to uh, your text messaging, you can text uh, nine to 90999 and uh, that will by texting you can, uh, that will dedicate uh, $10 to the American Red Cross so make sure that you pick charities that you know are legit like the Red Cross and uh, the Salvation Army and uh, because there has already been reports of some bogus uh, fundraising campaigns going on already which I just think is horrible so go ahead and do that. And uh, so what else is going on last night? Kelly Pickler won Dancing with the Stars. I called it from day one. She was phenomenal. So excited she won because she's so adorable. Just love her. And her dance that she did, uh, that lyrical piece that she did with Derek Huff was unbelievable. So well-deserved win for Kelly Pickler. And uh, I also found out that, you know, the Cannes Film Festival was going on and found out that there was uh, over a million dollars worth of jewelry that was stolen from a hotel room that was meant for some of the celebrities that were going to be, you know, going to all the different uh, viewings and premieres. and I think that is kind of crazy. I don't know how you can steal a million dollars of jewels and get away with it without anybody noticing, so it should be interesting to see how that plays out, and... I got a lot of emails on Sunday morning because on Sunday, the day after the Lotto Powerball was pulled, it was said that it was a winning ticket from Florida. so everybody else that i know that doesn't live in the state said well you know at least they knew that i possibly could have played unfortunately i did play and unfortunately it was not me so you all have to continue to work because i would say that with that kind of money you know 600 by the time that you take up taxes it would be like 320 something million dollars i probably could have put together a trip for about 50 of my listeners and my favorite producer in the world anna and we all could have went to Italy and had a kick-ass time so unfortunately it didn't work it didn't happen I'm very disappointed but I will keep on playing and just know that if it ever happens that I plan to do that so there you have it uh what else is going on uh okay so this is kind of crazy news that I just found out you know because everything always comes back to Florida uh so you know we had the Boston bombings about a month ago and crazy enough, you know, I grew up in New England. My parents are from Boston, grew up in Rhode Island. One of the bombers was married to a girl from Rhode Island. And then, of course, it always has to have a Florida connection. So today, uh, actually last night, a person that knew the older brother who was killed was being interviewed by the FBI here in Orlando. And uh, they were questioning him about a uh a, event that happened I guess over a year ago where there was several people that were killed and it seemed like a drug deal gone bad and apparently what happened was he confessed and uh, as he was writing his confession papers uh, he decided to turn on the agent and they shot and killed him and it literally no joke is about 10 minutes away from my house (laughs) from where this person lived so doesn't make me feel good to know that somebody like that was living so close to me but it is what it is So craziness, you just never know, uh, who your neighbors are or who the people are around you. So I think that's kind of crazy. Uh, Okay, so that's pretty much that. Um, For those of you uh, who may be in the Orlando area and who are listening to this, if you did not know, the Today Show is going to be at Universal Studios tomorrow. They're going to be outside of the entrance of Universal Studios, and you need to be there by 6:30 in the morning. But you get to see Willie Geist and Natalie Morales, and uh, because the rest of the crew will be still in Oklahoma, but. If you want to see the Today Show, they're out there because I love the Today Show. It's what I watch. Uh, okay, so my incantato's what has me spellbound. You know, it was a big fashion week because we had the Cannes Film Festival. We had the Billboard Music Awards. There was a lot going on. But I have to give out two shout-outs. Last night, number one, to Burke. Um, who is the hostess of Dancing with the Stars. She had on a purple gown. I thought it was fabulous. I've been looking all day online to find out who made her gown, and it's nowhere to be found. So I have no idea who designed her gown, but she looks stunning. But my fashion icon was Jessica Chastain. She was in a beautiful, fully beaded, purple Givenchy by Riccardo Tishi. It was absolutely stunningly gorgeous. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I love purple, so you know how that goes. Um, So I gave my pick to her. But there were so many beautiful gowns to be had. It was just really kind of hard to pick one. But she stood out to me because I love me some purple. So my wine pick of the week this week is the Padere Vigna Brunello di Malticino Reserver 2007. It is a powerful, opulent red. It offers a heady mix of plum cherry fruit cake, and baking spices. Doesn't that sound good? With a little touch of Tabasco. Fleshy and concentrated, revealing a sweet fruit at the core in a firm yet refined tannins for support. Shows a fine length and ending with a fresh aftertaste. And although it is from 2007, you could drink it now, but they say that it will be best to drink it from 2015 to 2028. And, you know, for me, I'm all about drinking wine right now. I'm sure it might be better in a couple of years, but who has time to wait? So, my buffoon of the week, because you know, every week there's someone who makes me irritated, it seems, somehow, some way, uh, is uh, Joe Francis. Uh, you all might know him. You might not. But Joe Francis is the guy who is the founder of uh, Girls Gone Wild, that, you know, franchise of all those, you know, scandalous videos of college girls and what they do. Well, he basically was just in court. There was a case against him because he supposedly, allegedly, uh, imprisoned three women, and they found him guilty. And so after he was found guilty, a reporter from The Hollywood Reporter interviewed him, and he used some really awful language and basically said that the jurors uh, who found him guilty of saying that they basically were idiots, they were jealous of him, that they should be put in jail, they should be lined up and shot themselves, and basically uh, said a, called them um, mentally retarded, which is you know not a nice thing to say because that's very offensive to people who are mentally retarded. And I just think that it was totally improper for him to say that. And to say that about those jurors, those are jurors of your peers. That's how our legal system works. And if you don't like it, then, hey, maybe... You shouldn't live here in the States because that's how it goes. So, you have the chance and opportunity to go and to have another trial and to maybe work it out. But to sit there and say that the people were, you know, needed to be shot is just a really horrible thing to say. So, you're the buffoon of the week, and I don't like you very much this week. Well, I actually really never liked them all that much to begin with, so that's not even a surprise. So anyway, we're going to be going to break soon, and when we come back, I'm going to be giving you some great travel etiquette tips. I'm also going to be telling you some great tips about you know, getting your flights and whatnot and what you should do before you leave for a trip, how can you make sure that you don't get jet lag, so much good stuff, and even travel tips, too, for business etiquette. So that's all coming up in the next few segments of the La Bella Vita show. This is Dawn Catherine, your hostess with the mostest. And uh, we will see you on the other side of the break with some great travel etiquette tips. We'll see you there.
1: Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on
2: TogiNet.com.
1: Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on TogiNet.com. on the Rockstar Radio Network.
2: And from thence, I had great desire to see Italy and came to Venice and from thence to Florence where I played before the
1: Duke and got great favors. If it's good enough for Sting, it's good enough for us. This is Live La Bella Vita on Togginat.com. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita, all with an Italian flair. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. It's Live La Bella Vita. Here again, is your host Don Catherine,
0: and welcome back. This is Don Catherine. It's La Bella Vita show, and we are talking about travel etiquette. And I think that we all have been in that place where we just wanted to be very angry at the people around us because they're not very <laughs> nice to us, <laughs> as far as uh, being gracious and helpful and whatnot. So. We're going to be talking about that. But, you know, one of the things that I want to talk about is before and after you fly. And a lot of people have problems with, uh, with, you know, jet lag and just dealing with traveling and whatnot. And I always say, and I travel a lot, is to be prepared and to have a list, to make sure that you have everything, try not to stress out. Um, I travel a lot, so I always have like a toiletry bag packed always that's just, it's the one that I use when I travel, so I don't ever have to keep on taking things in and out of it. Um, So I always have that particular one. Um, ready to go and uh, you know you just try to uh, I always say that you should pack half the clothes and twice the money because that's usually how it is (laughs) you don't need as many clothes as you bring and I am so guilty I do I try to get better at packing light, it's it's hard for me, but I am getting there. But uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, so, one of the things that I want to say is that you know, for as far as etiquette goes, it it really goes without saying that you really want to have good travel manners, and it definitely can get you better service on planes and the. The appreciation that you get from the locals about being respectful of where you are and their local customs will take you very far. You know, we talk about this a lot on the show about how, you know, sometimes Americans can be a little bit impatient and they go travel to foreign countries and they want their experience. They think everybody should do it just like Americans and that's, you know, when you're in France, that's not the way it is. And you have three-hour dinners and that's just the way it is there. Uh, that's a little unheard of here in the States, but that's just the way you do it. So you just need to learn to go with the flow. Uh, One of the things I will have to say, especially domestically, not so much... Uh, international, but flying has become more challenging than ever. With all the regulations, the security, the extra seats that they've crammed into the planes, you stand in line to have your bags checked, your bodies frisked, your ID, all that stuff. You're not in the you know you're just not in the mood to deal with rude passengers. And then once you make it through the flight and you make it to your hotel and you're exhausted because you've been traveling all day, then you're trying to sleep and you have all these people who are slamming their doors, not caring that they're slamming their doors or you have people that have these obnoxiously loud conversations outside your door when you're trying to sleep. And people just don't, you know, it's 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I really don't care what you had for dinner or where you think you're going to go party or whatever. It's just a little, bit, a little bit on the rude side. So I say if you, you know, learn some little etiquette that will make everybody else around you enjoy their flights and enjoy their time in their hotel... You might be guilty of some of these sins. It's okay. That's what we're here for. We're going to tell you what you're doing wrong, what could be possibly be pissing off the people around you, and make you a nicer person. And maybe people will like you a little bit better. And you might meet some new friends. And you just have to take that approach that we're all in this together and that you, we want to make everybody's experience just as pleasant. So just don't be that person who thinks that the world rewards them. You know, we all know that person. So... You know, you have those people that are not so courteous. And then you have some travelers like me who are the models of good behavior. I have my regulation size bag, and it goes very easily up over the in the overhead bin. I make sure that when I'm using my iPod that I'm not blasting out, you know, Jay-Z to, you know, my 95-year-old seatmate that probably will not like Jay-Z. Um, You know, if I am in, I usually am on the window seat. So I try to make sure that I don't take the armrest of the person in the middle of me. Um, And the other thing, you know, I try not to bring really obnoxious food on the plane with me, which, you know, you don't want to stink out the plane. That happens all the time. And I'm the type of person I get on the plane. I do what I'm supposed to do. I try to help other people when I can. I say hello, and I just try to leave you alone. If you don't want to talk, I'm not going to talk to you. It's just the way it is because there's lots of times that I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want you to leave me alone So just don't want to talk so um and again then you have the people who are the worst ever they drink too much (laughs) they force emergency landings because of their behavior they hurl racist remarks at small children uh you know that kind of thing and then there's everyone who falls everywhere else some you know everybody else falls someplace in the middle and that's where things get dicey um you know so you just have to play it right so i'm going to teach you how to do that so Uh, One of the things that, you know, summer's coming up. This Monday is Memorial Day. So for those of you, this is really when the whole season of travel starts. So you want to make sure that you pick the time of year especially during the summertime, the times that are most conducive for traveling. You want to avoid traveling on major holidays. Um, you know, this weekend, Memorial Day, is a very popular weekend to travel. It's not an easy one. It's kind of late now. We're only a couple of days away. But, you know, Fourth of July, Labor Day, those are going to be very, you know, highly traveled Uh, days to travel, weekends to travel. You don't want to do that. So try to stay away from those periods of time to travel because you're going to be limited on your flights. The price is going to be really high. So just try to look for midweek because if you do midweek, you're going to be better off. And if you're looking to travel, I would book about 30 to 35 days ahead The time to get the best deals. Um, The good news for this summer is according to Priceline.com, the average domestic airfare uh, has gone down 1.5% lower than last year, which is great. Um, And so when you're thinking about traveling for summer, rethink about how you travel, pick destinations. uh, You know, instead of looking for a destination and trying to find deals, look for the deals and then, you know, look for the ways that you can save on those travel days and make it a little bit more flexible when you are flexible you will always find a better deal it's amazing like traveling on a on a tuesday a flight could cost you 450 dollars. but if you're willing just to be a little bit flexible and leave on a wednesday that same flight can go down to you know 225 so if you're flexible you will definitely get what you need to get so there you have it uh so you know one of the things that you have to worry about when you travel is all these different things. You know, you want to make sure that you've packed everything. Then you worry about your luggage getting lost. But I just want to give you some good news because there's a couple of new things that are out. Um, There's a lot of apps. Make sure if you're traveling, look at some of these apps that you can find. You can find flight trackers, all these different things that are going to make your flying experience so much better. You'll know if your flight is on time, if it's canceled, what have you. Uh, If you know that your flight is canceled, get on that phone and try to rebook. If you, even if you're sitting, if your flight gets canceled or delayed, what have you, and they get you off the plane, this has happened to me many times, get on that phone. Don't just sit there and just wait until you get to the person and you know in the queue. Get on the phone and talk to somebody at the main hub because they'll be able to help you. Uh, if, if any airline loses your luggage, do not fret. They are going to have to pay you up to 3 think it's $3,300 per passenger if they lose your luggage. And a lot of people don't know this, and this is a really great tip, so make sure you listen up. It does not matter when the airline loses their luggage. A lot of people think that it has to be lost for 24 hours before you're compensated in any way, and that is not true. If you arrive at your destination and your luggage is not there to greet you, as it should, but as we know, sometimes it is not, you are at that point... the the airline is obligated to, uh, compensate you for the things that you might need. So whether it is toiletries or clothing or whatever, you, you have that right. And if they try to say that, uh, you know, you have to wait or whatever, you want to tell them that there is, uh, you know, that there is laws that are in place and, uh, Basically, you just want to tell them that it's the Code of Federal Regulations, Title 14, Part 254. Because if you just so write that down, put that someplace, and remember that, because by saying that, they have to give you, um, they have to give you something to able to allow you to have the things that you need so if they say that they don't you tell them that and then you are set so there you have it uh and this new technology that's out there there's a new tool called track dot luggage tracker that goes in inside your check suitcase, and it will tell you exactly where your bag is in real time. Uh, There's also similar products out there. One's called Lock, which tracks your bag from the inside using GSM technology. It's exactly like what cell phones used. Um, And the battery for that lasts up to about 40 days. Um, Of course, these products will come at a price and a monthly fee, but for those of us who travel a lot, I think this is great. um, There are some cheaper um, options that go with uh, luggage tracking IDs, um, and you basically register your tag and if someone finds your lost bag they can call the number and the company will reunite you with a bag but to me i think that these uh basically where you know where your bag is at all times is great so check those out um and i'll put those up on my it's lug lock and travel track dot luggage tracker that you want to check out so i think those are good so when we come back we are going to talk about uh, before you go, after you fly, and then we're going to get into some of the etiquette that you need to know. And trust me, there's a lot. There's etiquette for your plane, there's etiquette for when you're in the hotel, and uh, there's just etiquette from the time you leave your house. And don't lose your brains because I always say, especially here in big tourists, New York, Orlando, Orlando boston i just kind of feel like when people get off the plane they just somehow lose their sense of common sense so we're hopefully we will uh get you to regain your common sense when you're flying so we hope that uh it will be of some use when you do your summer traveling this is don catherine it's the la bella vita show we are talking all things etiquette and when we come back you're going to learn a lot see you on the other side
1: La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on
2: toginet.com. Finally, a show that supports women who are in the midst of a transition in midlife. The show is Second Wind. Here's what certified coach, author, and host of Second Wind, Joyce Buford, wants you to know. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. We all need cheerleaders, someone who's on our side. Second Wind is that program to help women connect with other women, hear other women's stories. In a stressful world. Find power. In those stories, learn to discover your passions and joys again. Create the life you want to live to the fullest. Join us for Second Wind with Joyce Buford, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Central, right here on the TogiNet Radio Network.
1: Second Chances. We all deserve them, and we are all worthy of them. Second Chances with your host, Midge Noble. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on TogiNet is like coming home to warm, fresh-baked cookies, a hug from Grandma, or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second Chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought-provoking. Second Chances is a place to be heard, a place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com. if you love italian food you admire celebrities beauty and their fashion sense you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts this is your show all with an italian flair it's live la bella vita now let's get back to the show on toginet and here again is your host don catherine
0: This is La Bella Vita Show, and we are talking about travel etiquette tonight, and we have a lot to talk to uh, everybody about how they can make everybody's travel experience a lot easier and a lot more pleasurable. So one of the things that I want to talk about is before and after you fly, because a lot of people, you know, again, they get stressed out by the whole packing, and that can be made simple by, you know, getting things packed ahead of time, not like me who basically packs five minutes before she needs to leave, but that's okay. Um, but... It does. It does. You know, if you're not a traveler, if you don't travel a lot, but even if you do, it does take a lot out of you when you travel. The one thing I will say is that you want to definitely stay hydrated. Make sure you start to drink a lot of water before a couple of days before you're going to fly, and while you're on your flight, and after you get off your flight, during the time that you're away, stay hydrated. It will definitely help your. Symptoms be less, you will be less susceptible to getting any kind of virus or fungus <coughs> of the fungus that might have been on the plane, and that would be Bella the dog, and she just wanted to say hi um, and uh, if you are dehydrated, it makes the jet lab symptoms worse, so stay hydrated. One of the things make sure you keep your meds with you on the plane don't don't uh, put them in your luggage because if you lose your luggage. Uh, That's not going to be good. Make sure that you get up during your flight, move around, stretch out, because you don't want to get blood clouding, clouding, your feet swelling, uh, so do that for sure. Make sure you have antibacterial hand sanitizer at times because, you know, planes are dirty, dirty. Make sure you have it all time. And uh, jet lag definitely mirrors feelings of being sick, so sleep as much as you can before you go away. Stay away from liquor. Yeah, I know. This sounds kind of sad, but stay away from liquor, uh, and uh, again, drink lots of water, uh, and try to stay with the time zone. One of the things, especially like when you travel internationally, I always say, you know, obviously when you go to Europe, they're you know anywhere from five to six hours ahead of us. So usually when you're traveling, you're 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 flying on a flight that is. You know, a nighttime flight, you arrive uh, in Europe in the morning. So I know that you're tired as hell, but you want to stay with that time zone. Just stay up and then go to bed when everybody else goes to bed. And uh, you'll get acclimated to the time change much easier and your jet lag will be less. And the same thing, uh, you know, that's why I always love going out west because they're three hours behind. And so, like, I can get up really early, like, or be at places, like, really early. Oh, it's like an 8 o'clock meeting. Great because that's like, you know, 11 o'clock. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock my time back at home. That's cool. I can deal with that. <laughs> so uh, to keep with the time zones. So one of the things that on my Facebook today, I asked people about, you know, what their pet peeves are about air travel. And my inbox blew up as well as, you know, I had some people post some funny things on my wall. But I'm going to give you probably about 10 tips about air travel and I think that uh, they are some good ones uh, so first thing I want to say is you know when you're going on a plane just you know try to go with the flow don't be the one don't be that person who you know as there's certain airlines they have all the you know you're either in group A B and C if you fly southwest or you're in zone one, two, three, or 4 you know and a lot of the other line, airlines you know if you are, know that you're going to be the last group to be Called, why do you have to stand up and be in everybody's way? Please tell me. I just never understood that. That's just really one of my pet peeves. It's really not on my list. I just really came up with that just now because I'm like, I need to say that because I don't uh, really agree with that. But uh, you definitely want to make sure, just listen, get on the plane, put your stuff up. And get out of the way. It's the best thing you can do. If you see anybody who needs some help, be a nice person and help somebody. I can't tell you how many times I've seen, especially women and women with children, you know, they have their kids in their hands, they have some bags they need to put away and people just sit there and watch them struggle and they don't ever try to help. So be a nice person and try to help the person near you out. That would be a nice thing for you to do. Uh, when you are on, you know, the plane and they start the uh, on-board you know, on service, so they're coming out with drinks and snacks, although they don't give those out that so much anymore. But, you know, don't interrupt it. Yes, you might have to go to the bathroom, but try to make, make it so that you're not interrupting everybody. Um, turn off your phone when they say they, you wanna, they want you to turn off your phone. Don't be a rebel. Uh, stay seated again during that beverage service. It just makes their lives miserable friends who are flight attendants and i know that they will appreciate that uh don't bring smelly food on board especially ethnic food certain ethnic foods smell but worse than others but try to have neutral smell zone foods (laughs) so stick with a sandwich or a salad um something like that and with salads make sure that you don't have some really pungent you know dressing to go with it. You want to make sure that it's a nice, neutral smell. But, you know, uh, that's nice. Destructive on the flight. If you're being loud while others are trying to sleep or they're playing the uh, in-flight movie and you're chattering and you're really loud and obnoxious and You know, this happens a lot, especially when families fly and they take two rows, you know, they might be back to back or God forbid they're like on different parts of the plane, but yet they feel like they need to like scream from across the damn plane to each other. Like, really? Really? Come on. That's why I actually think that we need to have, like, you know, in some of the planes have, like, they need to have, like, instant messaging on the plane. so, like, from seat to seat. And so instead of these people getting up and being disruptive, like, you can type. So if you're sitting in 13A and you have a family member back in 35B, you can type them a little message that will say, come up and say, hey, da-da-da-da-da, instead of them screaming or getting up. I think that's a good, somebody needs to do that. Just, I don't know. Who's out there that can get that going? That would be a great thing. Um, what else should people do? Uh, another thing: if everybody has their shade down because it's really sunny, yeah, you might want to pull your shade down too. Because people, especially if they're trying to sleep, whatever, pull, pull your pull the window down. Um, again, don't be a chatterbox. Nobody really wants to talk to you on flights for the most part. Uh, you know, let people do their work. Don't you know hit on anybody plane, that's another thing, you'd be surprised, it happens a lot, Uh, it's going to be very, very uncomfortable and awkward if you hit on somebody, or you get hit on, it makes for a very awkward flight. So don't do that. If you're going to hit on somebody, wait until the end of the flight. So that way, you know, if you get rejected, it's not so bad or whatever. Or if they say, hey, I'm into you too, then you can figure it out. But, you know, don't put anybody in that position where it's very awkward. Um, And don't hog the armrest. I'm telling you, this is one of the biggest complaints that I got on my Facebook in my inbox and on my wall everybody said that they hate when people hog the armrest. Now the rule of thumb and I don't know that if even some of these people who wrote on my wall saying I hate when that happens that they hog the armrest well guess what? Do you know who should get the armrest? The person in the middle seat. Why? Because who wants to be in the freaking middle seat? It's the most obnoxious place to be sat on in a plane. They don't want to sit there. You know if you are on the aisle you can at least you Have a little bit more room if you are on the window you know you have a little more room so be nice give the person in the middle the the armrest just letting you know um so the other thing is is the rapid recliner you know there's limited space on airplanes in a recline seat is sometimes the only way to get a few inches of leg room but uh, the person who immediately leans back as soon as the wheels are off the ground it creates this like ripple effect, and everyone is falling back into each other's laps. Do yourself a favor to your neighbor behind you. Just wait a few minutes before reclining. Um, Keep the following mantra in mind. Give it some time, and we'll all recline. I actually don't think that anybody should recline. (laughs) But that's what they say. Um, I think that you should allow the person behind you to get settled, glance back, see what they're doing, and if they're eating or if they're on their laptop, do not recline because it's going to be uncomfortable for them. Um, I just think that really, literally, when you recline your seat, you get like, what, an extra three inches, and I cannot understand or fathom how that extra three inches is really going to affect your comfortableness. It's just not. I just think that you know, you're know you taking room away from somebody else. So what happens in my case, because I will not recline, I have that person who's leaning back on me, but yet I don't recline because I don't want to be rude to the person behind me. So I end up with less room. I had I was on a flight one time, this is no joke, that literally their seat was broken and it reclined so bad back. So far that I literally could see their eyes. Now, if you are able to look back and look me in the eye, chances are you dumbass that your seat is broken and maybe you shouldn't be sitting basically in my freaking lap. Just saying, but I'm not going to vent about that. So be courteous, people. Just, I mean, seriously, I just don't even understand. I just, just such bad, bad etiquette. Uh, I, I just, so okay, now I want to go back a little bit to carry-on luggage because seriously carry-on carry luggage is li- limited there's only so much space to go around so stuffing your bags into the overhead you know overhead compartments is means that you're crushing everybody else's bags um so just make sure that you know you're just nice move things and i just wanted to say this because i have seen this i can't tell you how many times i see it and it makes me laugh every time if you put your bag or try to put your overhead bag in one side of the plane on the overhead bin and it doesn't fit because it just is too big. if you go to the other bin on the other side of the plane, so you're talking left side, right side bins, if you go on the other side of the plane and you open up the other bin and you try to fit, I'm just letting you know that it's not going to fit either because both sides are just the same. So these people who say, oh, well, it doesn't fit on this side, I'm going to put it on the other side. I don't know where the hell your brains are at, but it's not going to fit. So just just giving you a nice little tip so that you don't look like a crazy dumbass on your next flight. Also, another thing is don't grab be a seat grabber. Don't be that person who saves their seat for, you know, the invisible people that are going to be coming to sit there because it's just rude. Uh, especially like Southwest where, you know, basically it's, you know, pick your seat. Don't sit there, and say that you're saving a flight because you're praying to God that maybe the flight is going to be not that full and that you might not have to have a seat mate. So that's just kind of. Don't do that. It's just not right. It's just, you know, it's happened. Um, and, you know, I have about 30 seconds before I, I go, and so this is one is should be a no-brainer. But hygiene seems like an obvious point. Take a shower, wear deodorant before getting on a plane, and don't wear too much perfume. That was one thing that would blew up on my Facebook page. Uh, so, anyway, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about these really funny and uh, very... Needed to Know Travel Etiquette Rules. We'll see you on the other side.
1: You know? Just might. This is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on
2: TogiNet.com. Finally, a show that supports women who are in the midst of a transition in midlife. The show is Second Wind. Here's what certified coach, author, and host of Second Wind, Joyce Buford, wants you to know. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. We all need cheerleaders, someone who's on our side. Second Wind is that program to help women connect with other women, hear other women's stories. In a stressful world. Find power. In those stories, learn to discover your passions and joys again. Create the life you want to live to the fullest. Join us for Second Wind with Joyce Buford, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Central, right here on the TogiNet Radio Network.
1: In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of paying it forward. For more information about Josephine, her business and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on DoggyNet.com. love italian food you admire celebrities beauty and their fashion sense you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts this is your show all with an italian flair it's live la bella vita now let's get back to the show on toginet and here again is your host don Catherine.
0: And we are back, and we are talking about travel etiquette, and there are so many things that people can complain about when they are traveling. So we just want to uh, go over some of the best things that you can do to make yourself and everybody's lives around you a little bit more comfortable. So the one thing is, of course, the kicking child. Uh, If you are enjoying that in-flight movie and that little bag of peanuts that they've got, and you found yourself a comfortable little spot, and the obnoxious little kid behind you starts kicking your back of your seat the best thing that you can do is just turn around and kindly ask the person to please control their child and to you know ask them that they don't kick you if it does not get resolved with that and they continue to do it then just call that uh, that's what your little flight attendant button is for and uh, have the flight attendant intervene because really they shouldn't be kicking your seat and uh, i do have a friend leslie who travels quite often and she told me the best story ever she had a little kid that was kicking the seat and so she turned around and asked asked the it was a dad and his son and said you know am you know I understand but could you kindly ask your child not to kick my seat in the Father said, "Well, what do you want me to do about it?" And so she turned around and said, "Well, I would like you to ask him to stop, and if he doesn't, then you sit in my seat and I'll sit in your seat and so he can keep continue to kick you for the rest of the flight And I thought that was like the best comeback ever. I think everybody should use that one. Um, so the other thing is is don't be a boozer. you know we all like to have a little cocktail when we're on the flight, and especially if you're in the first class, the, you know libations are pouring freely but uh, just try not to uh, get drunk it's much easier to do it up in the air because uh, you're up at 36,000 feet there's a little bit you know the oxygen isn't as much so you can get uh, a little bit boozed up a little bit quicker so don't be that person Handle your liquor. Uh, And then, of course, there's those people who have to go to the bathroom 3,000 times. If you are a person who has to go to the bathroom 3,000 times in one, like, two-hour flight, you might want to choose to have an aisle seat and not the window seat because every time in a window seat, you have to disturb the person who's in the middle who's miserable anyway and then the person in the aisle, and it just causes a lot of, uh, you know, issues. So don't don't do that. So try to... uh, You know, try to be on an aisle seat so you're not disturbing everybody else. Or, you know, they do have those things called pens if that's where you're at. Um, So, of course, you know, there's those there's always that like person who is like the total diva bitch from hell who thinks the world revolves around them on you know, the plane, or even when you're waiting on a flight, and if it's delayed, if there's bad weather, if there's mechanical issues, whatever, and you're delayed in leaving or landing, and they freak out, and, you know, they have to be there, and that's it, and what, you know, please, Um, you know, you just want to uh, make sure that you have to realize, A, if there's a mechanical delay, do you not Make it to your next destination. So let the poor mechanics do their job and make sure that you make it to your next destination. I understand you might have a meeting or a wedding or whatever it is that you got going on. But it's not just about you. It's about those 250 other passengers that are with you that would like to make it home. So stop being a diva and just go with the flow. Um, and then, of course, you have the other person, like, you know, who's, you know, do you, don't you do you know who I am? Blah, 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 blah. Those people, they just all need to be quiet. And they need if, if you're if if you're that important. And then you should be, you know, flying in a private jet and not have to worry about that at all. Just saying. Um, and uh, that's about it for plane etiquette. Now, I did ask my Facebook peeps to give me some you know, some of their concerns and issues. And, uh, again, I've mentioned some of them, but I just want to touch on one that I just think was really um, kind of funny that two of my friends sent me. One was boarding with tank tops that were really, when the people were really sweaty, and they just were totally disgusted because, you know, they're sweaty and smelly, and it really, when you're wearing a tank top, I guess, you know, you can hear it that much, you know, you smell it that much more. And uh, somebody said that... um, somebody who picks their ears and flicks it was their most disgusting thing that they've ever seen on a plane. I've also seen somebody clip their toenails on a plane. That was absolutely disgusting. Um, And what else have I seen? Well, you know, there's just some horrible things that go down on planes. I'm just like, I I just don't know, understand where your etiquette, obviously, they were not taught any. Uh, So the one thing I want to talk about is hotels as well, because you, you know, when you're in a hotel, you got to remember that you're like living in somebody's house and it's just you're in one big house and there's doors going all the way down. So don't slam hotel doors. Be quiet, not only like when you're in the hallway and you're walking down the hallways, but be quiet in your room. I, I can't even tell you how many times I've been in hotel rooms where I literally can hear every single word of conversation that is going on in my next room. Sometimes it's very interesting to hear what they have to say. Sometimes not so much. So keep it down to a, to a minimum, I'm just saying. Um, you know, keep the keep the TVs down. I, I mean, I literally could hear word for word whatever programs people have been watching. That would be Bella saying hello. She's telling you to don't do that. Um, elevators. You know, this is a big one. When you are, you know, in a hotel and you're making your way into the elevator, it seems like everybody just does not ever want to wait for an elevator. It's just really, I just don't get it. Like. Their elevators are gonna come back down to come get you. Why people feel like they need to, to put in like seventy five people in one elevator because they just need to get to their floor. Bella is saying hello again. <coughs> So um, basically what I'm just going to tell you is unless when you're going into a – if you're going into an elevator, if there's only a couple people, then yes, wait for that person. But if it's like a whole entourage of people, then just go on and – and uh, go ahead and just go up and the elevator will come back down. Um, And then the the other thing, a lot of hotels, especially in New York City and some of the bigger LA, they all have, a lot of them have revolving doors and a lot of people don't know the proper etiquette of this just because most of the time when you are walking into a door situation, it's always customary out of etiquette to try to open up the door for somebody else and let them in. But with revolving doors, it's actually quite the opposite. You should go in first because the person who goes in first is actually pushing the door forward to allow that other person behind them to have a, an easier way to get through. So just FYI, a lot of people don't know that one. So I just wanted you to know that. Um, so I guess that's, oh, oh. And the other thing is when you are staying in a hotel, I know that there's maids and everybody loves the idea of having a maid that makes your bed up and whatnot. You know, be a slob people are just these poor women have to come in there and clean your room or men whoever it may be and when you have all of your clothes strewn all over the room they have to move that stuff in order to do their job so try to be somewhat conscious of that fact and try to uh be somewhat clean, or at least try to make some sort of space for them to be able to come and clean your room, that would be a nice thing for you to do. Uh, So the other thing that I want to talk about is um, when you are traveling for business. And I have a lot of people that listen to the show that are entrepreneurs. Um, I myself travel for business a lot as well. And there's some things, especially when you travel internationally, um, that you need to know before you go because there's certain things that you do that are just not, that are fine here in America, but might not be if you're traveling abroad. Um, So one of the things that you want to do is just make sure that you dress formally. Even if you normally dress semi-casual for business meetings at home, make sure you bring your best suits and or best dresses with you when you're going uh, to meetings abroad. Um, Showing up in a outfit that is considered very casual can be taken as a sign of disrespect to the host that is hosting you on that uh, business meeting. Um, Make sure that when you are traveling and you're in that situation where you're meeting people, if they're coming to get you at the airport or when you first meet them um, at their place of business, make sure you use their formal uh, titles. Uh, Make sure you learn the proper handshake and greeting. Um, It's definitely something that's uh, very important because there's certain places where it's improper to shake their hands in certain ways. So make sure you do that. And uh, use their host, uh, the, your host's language carefully because you don't want to say the wrong thing and make it uncomfortable for you or for them. So watch out for that. Um, and don't assume that gestures carry the same meaning. And domestically, as they do internationally, because certain things that we do here that are fine are not fine in other countries, and it uh, shows a lot of disrespect. So be careful with that. And, you know, you can, like, look up, you know, as a business person or anybody. It doesn't really – this is broad for whether you're a business traveler or just a traveler. Um, those things are kind of customs when you do, You need to do some research about where you're going to make sure that you don't engage in some of these things. Um, and uh, know your. You know the person's uh, attitude towards time because some people are quite punctual, and then other countries not so much. Because, like for instance, Brazil, those people are never on time. It literally, you can have a nine o'clock meeting and they don't show up until ten o'clock. That's just their culture, and it's also in their culture that they always pick up a phone even in the middle of a meeting. It so- shows it's a sign of disrespect not to pick up your cell phone when someone's calling you. Uh, so they do that. Now that would can be considered completely rude here in the United States, but not there. It's susceptible. So you kind of always have to roll with the punches when you are traveling uh, internationally. So those are just some tips that uh, I think when you are traveling internationally, that especially if you're on business, that you need to know. And uh, as far as uh, just traveling here domestically or whether you're traveling internationally, just make sure that you go with the flow. Don't get overworked, especially if you're going international. Go with the flow of the customs there. Try to immerse yourself in their culture and uh, try to uh, be nice to people. It really helps. So uh, this show has gone by entirely fast. As usual, I want to thank my wonderful, fabulous producer Anna down there in Texas. Thank you for another wonderful show. Thank you for helping me out. Um, next week, we'll be back with another great show. I hope that you have learned a lot from this show, and uh, I hope it started a dialogue, and I just maybe it will make you think a little bit more consciously the next time that you are going to be traveling, that uh, you might want not to recline that seat. You just want to get on a plane and get seated. Be, a, be easy-peasy. Go with the flow and just be consciously of everybody else and it will make everybody's time traveling a much more pleasant experience. So we will see you uh, next week on the La Bella Vita show. This is Dawn Catherine and you have a great week and please pray for Oklahoma and please send donations to the American Red Cross.
1: Thank you for being a part of